Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. For Wednesday, September 7th, I've got to say, the fantasy football uh, draft situation has gotten out of control, folks. Uh, I know you don't care about other people's fantasy teams. Well, damn it, this is my podcast, and I'm going to talk about my teams. No, I'm, I'm not actually going to. But the draft process... If you got as many teams and leagues as I do, uh, my son is joining with me on a couple of them, 
And then you're doing Survivor, and you're doing Pick'em Leagues, and you're in Vegas draft contests, and oh, by the way, you're gambling on games. Like, it's gotten a little out of control, and we're now, you know, T-minus, what, 36 hours, two Rams bills. Like, you got to tighten your ship. You got to get your act together. And that's what I spent a lot of Tuesday doing. And not only that, but we have a special, super special guest today. You guys know how I like to talk about bringing on new people and new voices to the podcast, um, specifically the gambling space. Because listen, it's a space that's emerging. It's a growth sector, as they like to say, in the internet streets. And sometimes you'll stumble upon people who have really, really good stuff. Uh, You guys remember back in the day on the Saturday radio show, I found this guy T.A. on Twitter, and I would bring him on, weekly segment, the guy starts blowing up, now he's got his own site, he's like, I mean, he's big time. And we had him on as a guest recently, good information. Well, our guest today is potentially in the same vein. His name is Connor Allen, he's on Twitter, at Connor Allen NFL. He does a lot of prop bets. If you are a Rams fan, you're going to love what he says about Allen Robinson. I hope you got him in your fantasy draft. I think you guys are really going to like this good stuff from Connor Allen, so stick around for that, obviously. One just small uh, news item that I saw before we get to Connor, and it wasn't like a big, big day in, in, in sports news. Obviously, it was a big day on other fronts. I had two fantasy drafts. Uh, a buddy of mine who's a regular listener of the podcast, shout out to my main man, Colbert. His kid is a, a big-time athlete, uh, you know, among fourth graders. He's really good. And, uh, you know, we celebrated him at Top Golf. I played so badly, I don't even want to discuss it. Um, but, like, I had that. I had two drafts. I was basically, you know, me and my wife, the kids are at the age where they're playing sports, and you're like a glorified chauffeur taking them to practices because fall sports are starting up. And it's just the heat out here in L.A. is oppressive. It's just been a rough week. I know these are first-world problems, Jason. Shut up. Uh, get get to the info because it's like, who who cares? Suck it up. Deal with it. Um, I, I, the, the only thing that I really saw that was kind of interesting on an NFL front. So T.A. was a guest, remember, on the pod. I think it was last week. might have been two weeks ago. And he liked Kansas City at three. Favored by three against Arizona. Kansas City going on the road in the season opener. Andy Reid, obviously, just a legend with time to prepare. So the number creeps up to four and a half. Um, I think this was Thursday or Friday. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, Tuesday, while I'm on the herd, I see the number jump up. Because, yes, I had the odd screen open. Four and a half right to six. So in the span of, I don't know, a week? The Kansas City Chiefs went from minus three to minus six. What? Like, seriously, what's going on? What am I missing here? Why is this number going through the roof? Now, I saw briefly, I think one place had six and a half, and then it went back down. I, I don't know, guys. Something's going on. Now, maybe somebody has some inside information that uh, I'm not privy to at this point, but to see a line move like that, a, a full field goal, Somebody must know something. I don't know. Got to keep an eye on a COVID outbreak or something. Um, but something's up. Now, a, a, a group did release one of these, you know, professional syndicates released a pick at Kansas City minus four and a half. And that is a large reason, I guess, it jumped up. But that's got to be a lot of money to move it from four and a half to six. I know five's a dead number, but still, four a key number, obviously three that it passed through. And now six, it's like, what? Maybe there will be buyback on the, on the Cardinals. 
But, I mean, listen, you, you don't need a rocket scientist to know DeAndre Hopkins suspended. Christian Kirk, your other number top receiver, he is now in Jacksonville. Zach Ertz, their tight end, is battling an injury. I don't know if you guys saw this. Zach Ertz may not play. Like, it, it's getting a little crazy out there. Um, no other significant line moves, although I did see that the um, Colts were eight. It's now down to seven. Somebody must some, like something with Houston. More money coming in on Jacksonville. Remember, that's one of the games that I bet when I was at Vegas last week. Jacksonville on the road in Washington was three and a half. It's down to two and a half. Um, you know, I don't want to go overboard and make this heavy, heavy gambling every day, but I know a lot of people are involved. We want to have another successful season, so um, I'm just bringing the new, you the news as I get it. Um, I will say, as a last point before we get to Connor Allen, more ads on the podcast, some gambling ones. Take advantage of those, folks, okay? <laughs> when they're giving away free money, hope you can cash, uh, win some legitimately free money, and as you know, the more listeners we have on the podcast, the better the sponsors are, yada, yada, yada. We continue to get good guests. I- I'm... I'm living the dream, baby. Living the dream. All right, let's get to our guest today here on Straight Fire. His name is Connor Allen, talking about the NFL in week one. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos 
in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Okay, let's welcome into Straight Fire a new guest. We've never had him on before. And you guys know, dating back to my Saturday radio show, I would try to bring on gamblers who I saw on social media that were kind of doing something different, uh, kind of finding interesting angles. And I know nothing about this guy. He could just go off and say a string of expletives. I don't know really anything about Connor Allen, but I, I followed him when I saw somebody pop one of his things a couple months back. And I was like, huh, that, I think that's a prop bet that I like. And then I started following him and his feed was great. So then this week I said, asked him to come on the podcast. Connor Allen, he is a sports betting manager for for football he is a longtime gambler. I don't know much about you, Connor. Tell me, tell the audience about yourself. Yeah, Jason, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. But yeah, a little bit of background about me. Uh, I started gambling, you know, like most people when I was a little bit younger than I should have probably, you know, ages, <laughs> uh, creating some, uh, some fake Bovada accounts, you know, maybe 10 years ago at this point, just to get some skin in the game. And then now it's progressed with legalized gambling everywhere to, um, you know, betting player props, betting sides, totals, everything. Um, but most of my work is in the player prop streets, uh, season long, week to week player props. Um, but, you know, obviously I bet on most of the games as well. Uh, I do a weekly podcast over at 444.com. I do weekly articles and we release player prop bets as well as sides and totals through our subscriber discord. So uh, what turned you on to gambling? Are you like a math guy? Were you in media? What, what like what your college? Where'd you go to school, college concentration, all that fun stuff? So I actually went to Illinois Wesleyan College, it's a small school in Illinois, um, and actually not for media at all. I was a business management major. I uh, originally actually submitted an article to Warren Sharp season preview, and I won the guest writing contest. No so way. I, so I was in one of his books, uh, I think it was 2017 or 2018, uh, right as I was graduating college. 
uh, Evan Silva of Roto World saw it and was like, hey, do you guys, do you want to work for NBC at the time? So there Silva, you go. yeah, so Silva hired me. Um, I had a little stint there, wrote, wrote a little bit uh, and then, but th at the time NBC wasn't doing much gambling work. So I kept skewing my daily articles towards gambling and they just like, you know, shrugged shoulders, didn't really care. Um, so I kind of wanted to find my own spin on it. So I started writing for other websites who did really like think that that was more of a future. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how I got my start into gambling. Cause that was, that's really been my concentration. Something I really enjoy. Yeah. Evan Silva. Good guy. I've known him. Geez, probably seven, eight years. Saw him at the combine. Uh, super nice guy. And, and listen, it always takes someone to, you know, the, the, the kindness of others to kind of propel you. And I'm Evan Silva, Warren Sharp. Those are good names to have, uh, you know, your backing, obviously. But I got to ask, Connor, why player props? A lot of people think they can go beat the NFL market. Oh, man, I love Jacksonville this week. Love Jacksonville. Um, and, and you know what? Washington might come out and put it on them. I, you know, it's just it's weird. What do you why do you focus on player props versus games? So the market is getting a little bit harder, but it is still, I think, one of the most beatable markets in the NFL. The NFL closing lines are some of the most efficient lines in all sports betting, whereas player props, they're releasing thousands of player props. It's not getting better around by sharps. It's not, you know, being quite as used as like the sides market, whereas player props, we have projections, we have models of every single player in websites that I'm connected with. So, you know, 44.com, there are other great people who make awesome projections as well. Um, and I think that they legitimately do as good or a better job than sports books at setting lines and mm. projections. And so if you look at it from that perspective, um, you know, I think that we have an edge there. And beyond that too, there are so many factors that sports books just like can't pay attention to, can't take into account. If a backup gets injured, you know, or a starter gets injured, like we know who the backup is and the third string is and how that impacts matchups. Whereas, you know, sports books are just overwhelmed with how much action they're taking. There's no way they can pay attention to like every granular aspect of all of that. Yeah, and they want to get up the lines as quick as possible because everybody wants to get down as soon as the number comes out. And if you're lagging by hours or even a day, you're going to miss out. So uh, I'm sure you can hit the props. Now, I'm assuming you can't get down as much on player props as you could on, say, a game. Um, how do you do that? Do you have multiple books you work with, a local guy? Yeah, so I try and spread out my action as much as possible. Um, you know, like, like you said, you can't get as much down as, you know, you can on the sides, but... You know, the reality is, is that most recreational bettors are not trying to bet, you know, five, ten thousand on a on a game or a player prop as is. But, you know, if you're able to use multiple books, you're able to use a couple locals, you can easily get a couple thousand down on, on prop here and there. So, you know, you add that up and stack it up. Um, it, you know, it ends up pretty quick. You know, so you, it's not you're not going to be able to make a living off of just this unless you're really, really out there in, you know, in Vegas or, you know, close to sports books where you can bet at kiosks and you're able to, you know, kind of put more action down. But I think that. Like I spread out my action pretty well. I live in Chicago, so we do have access to legal books, but the books are, you know, all three hours away, at least the physical location. So yeah. um, it's interesting. You said you're not gonna be able to make a living. Let's be real, Connor. How many of these people out there really just make a living off sports gambling? Yeah, yeah very there's not fair. a lot. Like, no, I mean, like, like yeah. smaller than even the, the people think. Like we're talking probably under a hundred people, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that's about right. That seems about I mean, right. Because a lot of these guys who talk gambling are paid by Fox, ESPN, NBC, right? CBS, or, you know, you got a podcast where you make money off advertising, right? The idea that you can just make money and have like a life and a wife and a family and kids, that's really not realistic. No, not at all. And I think that I, I like, I use it as a side income, you know, it's like, a, it's, exactly. I, I feel like I make money on this, but obviously my, my primary income is, you know, media is, you know, uh, writing, you know, stuff like that. So I think that you're, you totally hit it on the head there. It's really hard to make a living on just sports betting itself. 
Yeah. Now I am curious. Uh, I know that the gambling sewer out there, as I've been calling it for a few years, they just they they they're anonymous guys and they want to come after people and say like, oh, this guy's terrible at gambling. And meanwhile, these guys are all anonymous. They don't have you know the balls to put their name behind their picks or anything. I'm just curious. Do are people coming after you yet for player props or are we? Do you think we're not there? It's still mostly a sides and totals deal. No, they still exist for player props too. <laughs> yeah, the gambling Twitter is uh, is not a great place. You know, it gets pretty oh, yeah. dark there sometimes. But you know, I I we I stand by what I do. I release all of my props. They're playable as is. You know, I try not to release a prop that's like crazy off market that'll get blasted within ten seconds. You know, like I try and make it so that everyone can get down on it. Everyone can win money. And at the end of the day, maybe we're not going to be making as much as you know uh, Billy Walters or you know the winning <laughs> sides or totals, but. As long as everyone gets a little bit, you know, money there, I think that everyone will be happy. So, so I'm, I'm just curious when you say, you know, put out. So let's give an, an, uh, uh, an example for week one, right? Um, so last week I was in Vegas and I got down on a bunch of games, but I got down on the Giants Titans, for instance, Giants six and a half, right? So this was early last week. Here we are now, Tuesday. Uh, people are asking for gambling content, and and I say, oh, I got, I'm on the Giants, and then you look and it's five and a half. And again, like six being a key number, like that kind of matters. And I feel, you know, not great saying that, but I don't know, Connor, does the same happen to you with props where like if you bet something last week for week one, I think one of the things we discussed maybe briefly on Twitter was like the Jets team total of 18 and a half or something. Right. And now is that moving as we get closer? And like, how do you handle that when they come after you? And they're like, oh, I couldn't get that number. Yeah. So, I mean, we have a pretty strict process of we release things in our discord and we put a, a notification so that everyone gets pushed notification. We say, mm. so we'll get, I'll give an example, like a direct example here. So we played Allen Robinson over 57 and a half receiving yards. This was earlier this week. We put out a push notification for the Thursday night game. Um, you know, we think that he's in a great position to succeed here. We think the game state is great. Tredavious White's out. Um, you know, obviously there were some concerns about him last year, but you know, most people who studied the film, myself included, thought that he was still able to separate. He just kind of gave up. And that's from insiders in the organization. That's what I heard from the Bears. So now I, I think that, you know, in this situation in Los Angeles with uh, McVay, really, you know, just talking about him nonstop mm -hmm. to reporters, you know, I think he's in a great situation to succeed here. So I took that over. Now that's sitting around like 61 and a half. I told our subscribers I would play it up to 60. And I think that's about where it closes. Our projections have them at like 65. So, you know, like I try and balance that and if they miss it, they miss it. But again, we give everyone the opportunity mm -hmm. to get a push notification, everyone to be alerted. If they miss it, then, you know, we should have plenty of other plays for them to get on as well. Yeah, I'm looking at the Bills secondary. Woof. So Elam, I'm assuming, is going to be starting opposite someone named Dane Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I guess at this point, that's Allen Robinson could eat that guy up. Now, now here's the thing with, with, with you know, uh, sides and totals, you know, key numbers, you know, three. Uh, three and a half, um, six, seven, obviously. But with totals, like you gave out 57 and a half for Robinson's receiving yards. Why do you love it up to 60, but not necessarily 61 and a half? So I guess, I mean, that's where it comes down to like the marginal, uh, you know, I guess it's, it's a little bit more um, subjective or subjective on that. You know, we try and mm -hmm. do the five to 10% rule on like, you know, we would we would play a player prop over of you know up to generally our edges we consider something that's good is like 15 to 20 percent um so you know playing it up to five to ten percent is is generally fine but you know like i i think that at this point there's still enough of an edge early in the season there's enough volatility with a receiving prop um but generally what we gave out was up to 60 just because that's about where i anticipated the market closing so not super objective um and then just in general i mean honestly with our stuff early in the season 
we don't have a ton of data to go off of like in the yeah. first one weeks, one weeks, two weeks, three, whereas, you know, like by weeks four, you know, we'll be using expected points added, you know, we'll be using a lot of other metrics here, uh, you know, like pressure rate, things that are a little bit more start to stabilize after the first couple of weeks where we get a, a bigger sample size about opponents and about, um, you know, kind of current roles, usage, things of that sort. So even just like most of our analysis weeks, like one, two mm -hmm. is a little bit more of based on our priors, based on offseason moves. And a little bit more subjectivity than um, yeah. you know objective data. I was going to ask about Robinson's priors because one of the big talking points for the defending champs is well, he's never had a quarterback this good. And then you look at what McVeigh did for Stafford. Um, can he do the same for Robinson? I, I'm kind of with you. I drafted him in a in a keeper league with my I think my first pick, um, and so now I have Cup and Robinson. But it does feel like in the opener. The same way, I don't know if you saw USC, they went and, you know, they got Jordan Addison, uh, the receiver from Pitt, in the transfer portal. And, like, there were all these negative stories about those two. What is What, what do they do in the first game, Lincoln Riley? We got to scheme him up, get him two touchdowns. Do you see something like that for Robinson, where McVay's seriously focusing on getting the guy the ball? Oh, yeah. And not to mention, too, it looks like Van Jefferson might be out. So he's like, yeah, he's, he's kind of yeah. like their fringe two, three guy. So now it's basically just going to be Robinson and Cup. Uh, I mean, Tyler Higby's there, but, you know, he's just a, a guy. So I think that they are going to soak up like the majority of the targets are going to be scheming to get him open. And that's kind of been the narrative that I've heard from multiple insiders who have sat down, talked with McVeigh. Like all we've heard is just they love Allen Robinson. They're going to try and scheme to get him open in the red zone a bunch. So I think that he is a great player to attack early in the player problem market. Like you said, fantasy drafts. I think that he's a great target, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round. I've seen him go depending on your league and format. Um, you know, I think he's a great target this season. Oh, maybe I didn't get him third. Maybe I got him with my fourth <laughs> or fifth. Uh, I was driving. My daughter had to draft for me, but uh, I was, I mean, I take him in the third still anyways. That's, that's yeah, more than fun. Cup and Robinson's a little dicey, but, um, so I put it, put it on the trade market and I got some dumb offers. I was like, no, thanks. Um, so let's talk about a couple other guys. You really like maybe that you're most against the market on where the market say loves Trey Lance. I've seen his MVP plot odds plummet. You know, where are you on a guy like Lance where there really are no priors unless you want to factor in his two appearances last year? Oh, man. So Lance is a guy that I've gone back and forth on all year and something that the reports have done the same. So, you know, every week, basically, we heard either Trey Lance threw like five picks in practice or he threw three touchdowns. Uh, and, you know, I think I kind of played into that. So I, I really am happy with my portfolio futures wise. And like, I think I have a good plan of how to attack him in season. So futures wise, I bet him to win the MVP at 150 to one. And then I bet Whoa. him to lead to lead the league in interceptions at 40 to one. He threw 11 wow. inter interceptable passes in just two and a half games last year. Jeez. I mean, which is crazy. And then if you look at in season though, you know, I, I'm not going to really attack too much of his passing volume. I think that he could be super efficient. He could be terrible, but last year, rushing wise, he went seven for 41 and half a game, 16 for 89 and eight for 31. So I think we, if we can get like a rushing attempts, props, rushing yardage props and games where they're going to be playing from behind or more competitive games. I like attacking those a lot. Hmm. So, so it sounds like quasi bullish. Now, when you saw the Garoppolo news, I think this is where we, I disagreed with you on social. You were like, "Eh, they got Garoppolo, not not a big deal." But I, I don't know. It seems like the the media folks seem to be split who cover the team as to how much this is a factor keeping Jimmy G. Yeah. So, I mean, that was my initial take. Now I've kind of gone back a little bit, and now I'm uh, a little bit more centered. But I still don't think it's a big as big of a deal. I'm sure you've already given your spiel, uh, probably to your audience at this point, but. Uh, you know, I, I think that when they drafted Lance, they were ready to ride that roller coaster. They were ready to take the ups and downs and they wanted more volatility and more upside with a guy like him um, because, you know, they got to the they were able to make it to the Super Bowl. I just don't think Jimmy G had what it took to really to win them games. You know, he was able mm -hmm. to get them there. He's able to lead that team. But for some for 
to have a quarterback that can actually win you a game, uh, I think is something that they're looking for. Now I could be totally wrong. I mean, that's could be if they just want to sit there and, you know, coast their way to a Super Bowl with banking on the talent that they already have. That's more than fine. I'm sure uh, if they have that talent, but I think that that's kind of why they banked on Lance. I thought that they got, they were just extending their time. I thought to trade Jimmy G away because uh, the no trade clause is voidable as long as he agrees uh, to mm. a trade. So I don't know. That was my take, but you know, I think that there is, you know, as more information released, there, there are some good compelling arguments. Otherwise there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you coming? And when you get access to Resi priority notify with your Amex platinum card, Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. A team I'm uh, probably a little too high on is the Vikings. I'm probably drinking from the Bengals, Zach Taylor, McVay guy thing. But, like, I can totally see a scenario where O'Connell comes in, you know, they're, they're no longer looking like a plotting offense. Kirk Cousins is, like, leading the league in passing. Jefferson, I drafted Osborne in one of my leagues. Like, uh, Any thoughts on the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, or, or is there enough of a sample on Cousins that you're just like, no, thank you? No, I'm, I'm with you. I really okay. like the Vikings passing offense. I am very excited about them using Jeff- Justin Jefferson in that Cooper Cup role. I, he even said it himself. He said that he was consistently watching the Rams asking, you know, how is Cooper Cup always wide open? Like, how is that possible? <laughs> and now he's like, I see it. I'm open, you know, every play. And so I cannot be more excited about an explosive player like Justin Jefferson operating that offense. I think Thielen still has some juice. KJ Osborne, Irv Smith uh, looks like he's going to be good to go for week one. Now, defensively, I have a couple of questions, you know, mm. about the team. I think that, you know, the pass rush should be all right, but the secondary is a little suspect. But from an offensive standpoint, I think that we are going to see a lot of passing, a lot of good like scheming, and we should see a lot of overs. I think that that's kind of my take is just in general, maybe not week one against Green Bay. They have a stellar defense. But yeah, outside of that, I think that there could be some good spots to buy some overs in the Vikings early. Uh, I saw that Peter King did not have the Denver Broncos making the playoffs. I'm kind of high on them. I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I know last year his numbers were eh, up and down. Anything you see out of Denver, uh, plop, prop, <laughs> plop, prop or team-wise? Uh, yeah, there was a prop on Cortland Sutton. I took over 62 and a half receptions on the season. Um, but I, I do think that this team in general is they're rated properly because the division's so hard. They have a really tough schedule. Obviously, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers all would be, you know, playoff teams in basically every other division in the league or at least borderline. Uh, and so I think that makes it a tar- harder. But really, I don't think that we can, you know, overestimate how much Russell Wilson matters to this Broncos team that's just dealt with terrible quarterback for the play for the most time and before his injury last year was still sixth in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation. So like, it's not like he was, he had a bad end of the year, but you know, he, he was okay before that. And then, I mean, his whole career, he's, he is by far the most efficient quarterback the Broncos will have had. And Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy, I think are both two underrated options right now. Uh, they just haven't been able to put it all together, whether it's injury, whether it is inefficient quarterback play. And now they have coaching who's working directly with Russell Wilson to build this offense. So I think that, they're in a great spot offensively and defensively. They need a little more out of their pass rush, but they have some good pieces in the secondary too. So I'm, I'm excited about this Broncos team and think that if they make the playoffs, I'm considering like live betting them to win the Super Bowl because if they get everything clicking. They have the pieces to do so. Interesting. And they're, they're potentially a big home field advantage uh, at mile high or in Vesco, whatever they call it in, in <laughs> January, you know? Um, so, you know, the other thing is AFC, obviously very loaded and difficult 
are you, uh, you know, for some team futures, I gravitated toward the overs in the NFC because it's a little weaker and unders in the AFC. Are, does that correlate with player props as well or no? So for my, for my season-long player props, I actually did some research on this. Almost all of my portfolio is unders. So I've taken 21 bets on over-unders. Uh, 15 of them are unders. Uh, if you wow. go back to last year and look at the 243 player props that the sportsbooks released, it was like 67% of them went under, whether that was oh. due to injury, whether it was due to um, you know inefficiency. And I think there's just so many outs on unders. Um, so I'm not saying don't ever bet overs. You know, I obviously yeah. I have a couple, but you know, I skew my action accordingly so that almost all of them are unders. And at this point, most of the numbers are gone. You know, I was able to get a good number on like Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins before his injury can think kind of flared up. Um, and there was a, a bunch of other examples as well. But at this point, you know, I generally skew towards unders at least throughout the offseason. All right. So we could wrap up with any other week one actionable stuff. You already mentioned the Thursday nighter, Allen Robinson. Anything uh prop side total. I don't know if you're getting exotic with like first halves, um, but uh, I don't know. Early in the season, do you also tend to play unders or overs on, on full games? Because I, I just, it feels like, and I don't have numbers to back that up, that teams come out, they're going to be a little tight early in the season. Yeah, I think something to look for is also they passed the new rule, like to really try, or they're trying to focus on um, illegal contact as well. The last two times we saw that, um, you know, play illegal contact ended up. I think it was more than doubling uh, in those years. So we saw it from the prior year. They believe it was early, in the early 2000s. I can send you the exact numbers here you know, after the show. But I think that's something to look for. It didn't necessarily impact the amount of overs or unders, but it did raise the amount of total points. So essentially the market reacted accordingly to that. And then the closing lines were not impacted. But I would say in the prop market, that means that there could be more, more plays. There could be more yards, more points. Um, so... I do think that early in the season there could be some some you know availability for overs, but just in general, mm-hmm. taking unders on players um, in uncertain situations is always the better idea. You know, like you said, they yeah. come out tight. We don't know a lot of their their roles. Um, you know, one that I think is another good look for Thursday: uh, Cam Akers under sixty-one and a half rushing and receiving yards. You know, Sean McVay's talked about how he really likes Tyrell Anderson. He likes Kyron Williams, who he rested in the third preseason game uh, and wants to use him in the passing game. So, you know, if he's in the passing game and you have Daryl Henderson mixing in, Cam Akers is going to get, what, 12, 13, 14 carries maybe, and then Mm. one target, you know. So I think for him, coming off a torn Achilles where running backs are 0 for 12 in the last 10 years of ever being efficient in their entire career, I know he's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, they're. They go back and look at the history. It's pretty crazy. I mean, Marlon Mack is the most recent example at this point, was just cut from the Texans and then now demoted to the practice squad. I mean, he wasn't awesome, but you know, he was good at one point in his career. He was a pretty solid running back. So it's, it's something worth noting. I took, I like the under on that one for Thursday. It does look like the total's gone up, but I think that's probably in anticipation of, you know, the Rams winning through the air, as you said, no Tredavious white. And then if Buffalo's behind, there's just going to be chucking. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think the Buffalo defense a little overrated last year. I know the numbers were great, but then you dig in and look at the schedule a little bit and the quarterbacks they faced. Not not exactly a murderer's row. They didn't kill teams last year. They were good. No. Yeah. It was like I think uh, almost all of their teams that they played were you know in the bottom half of the league in terms of passing efficiency. They played just so many backups. And obviously they played well, so you can't necessarily knock them for that. But at the same time, when they played good offenses, you know, they were still allowing plenty of points. They were still a beatable defense. It's not like they were some, you know, uh, early Ravens, you know, or 85 Bears just like locking teams down. <laughs> they, they, they had plenty of holes themselves. Right. I want to obviously I got a crowbar in a Jets question. So I, I you know, I saw the stuff about Zach Wilson may be able to play. I think that's just gamesmanship, right? It's going to be Flacco. 
That being said, how do you adjust, uh, or is there any, or is there nothing? You just staying away from Ravens coming off all the injuries versus the Jets, who you know their run defense has been good under Salah, but the passing game is pass defense has been awful because the secondary is terrible. But then again, the Ravens receivers are not good. Um, how, how do you handicap this? Is there a chance that the Jets steal this in a low scoring game? I mean, I think that there could be, but I'm, I'm kind of willing to bet on a, a Ravens bounce back here. The most injured team in NFL history last season, according to football outsiders. Um, and I think you're right. I, I'm assuming Joe Flacco starts here. And I mean, if they somehow threw Zach Wilson in there, that would be a complete, no. complete disaster. Uh, I mean, 28th in EPA per play last year, 31st in passing per play. And they made some upgrades offensively. You know, obviously their offensive line is getting healthier and we project them to be better, but I'm still a little worried about them. And then the Ravens, you know, got healthier, added Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams, Travis Jones, Michael Pierce defensively. Um, so, you know, I think that the Ravens, like just as a whole, go back to their kind of run-heavy approach from what we saw before. You know, all things, as long as they're not down, which if they're losing to the Jets by, you know, a negative game script, then <laughs> some stuff has seriously gone off the rails here. But the Jets team total, I like, I think the under there, uh, we talked about earlier on Twitter, I think you're able to find like 18 and a half, 19. I think that that is, uh, you know, a bit too high. It should be about 17. Um, against mm. the, and I think it should be a low-scoring game. Like you said, the Ravens are going to try to run the ball. The Jets, I don't anticipate having too, too much success success against the Ravens. So regardless, even if the Jets, you know, maybe lose by three or, you know, they come close. And if you, like you said, able to steal it in the Ravens offense isn't working at all, the game is going to be, have very few plays and really be, yeah. I think, low scoring. Uh, I'm assuming you went to Illinois Wesley and are you, are you a Bears fan, Midwest guy or what? Yeah, I, I actually grew up in Colorado, so I'm a, I'm a Broncos oh. fan. So I was there for a little bit. And then, you know, the rest of my career was in, <laughs> or life was in, uh, Chicago, but you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a Bears fan at this point. Okay. I think I was that- going to wonder about betting on the Niners on the road as a big favorite. Uh, I, I've obviously teased them down; they're one of the best teaser legs. But like seven points, I think it's seven on the road. I know the Bears stink this year, uh, or they project to. But uh, anything there or no? Yeah, so I think that's another team total under for me. Bears under 17 points you can get right now at some shops. Uh, I think that that is great. The offensive line, as you mentioned, projects to be terrible. Defense uh, is not in a good good spot here. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know how they're going to move the ball against the Niners' defense that is obviously still missing some pieces from last year. But I mean, projects to be a pretty significant uh, upgrade from what they're facing in training camp. And all the beat reporters in training camp were saying they can't even move the ball against this Bears defense, which has. Yeah. I mean, they lost three or four of their best players essentially yeah. outside of like Roquan, and they they got back um, you know the other guy. But uh, it's they lost Cleo Mack, lost Eddie Goldman, lost Keem Hicks. It's it's tough to imagine them being good. Uh, and then finally, I, I as a Jets fan, I'm, I'm conditioned to not like the Dolphins or Patriots, but I especially don't like the Patriots. And I, I don't know how much you read into these narratives about um, Belichick and who's calling the plays and Mac Jones seems unhappy and the, no separation for Devonta Parker. Like, it all lines up pretty badly. They go down to the heat to Miami on Sunday. It's going to be hot. And, and there's all this excitement about Tuanon. He's now a captain it, it, I, I kind of want to talk myself into the Dolphins, but I, going against Belichick has not been profitable. Any team uh, side uh, props, anything you like in that one? I, I lean towards the Dolphins, like you mentioned here. I don't, I don't necessarily make a huge deal out of the who's calling plays thing. I think that Bill Belichick will kind of figure that out. Um, but at the same time, they are changing, you know, from a, to a zone blocking scheme. They're changing. They have Devontae Parker, who has never been able to separate. You know, that's not, not nothing new for them. Uh, and then, like defensively, I think they have a couple of issues as well, too. So whereas the Dolphins, I'm a big believer in Mike McDaniel, kind of what he's bringing over there and the pieces that he has in place. So, you know, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, just doing a ton of 
play action, a ton of getting them into space. You know, I really am excited to kind of see that happen. And while whether or not Tua is, you know, the real deal of what he was made out to be coming out of college, the tank for Tua narrative, you know, it's probably <laughs> a little overblown at this point. But, right. you know, I think that he can be competent. I think that he gets a little too much hate for his arm and that we look at what they did in San Francisco. I mean, Jimmy G year over year has one of the highest completion percentages over expectation yeah. because they're just scheming guys open. There's always guys open. Whereas now we get that in Miami here with Mike McDaniel coming over from San Francisco. Uh, I think that we're able to see the same thing. And when you're giving that to guys like Tyreek, guys like Jalen Waddle, uh, that's going to be pretty exciting. So I'm yeah. confident in the Dolphins. I think minus two and a half, I'm, I'm interested in it. Uh, all right. He is Connor Allen and his Twitter handle, Connor Allen NFL. Um, what do you recommend people just listen to your podcast, subscribe to the website? What, what, what's the best way for them to get, get your bets and, and follow, get in the mix? Yeah. If you go to four for four.com, uh, you can get all of my bets as part of our betting subscription, but we also do a sides and totals podcast on Thursday, uh, under called move the line. And, uh, on Friday we do a player props version. So whatever your fancy is, you know, we'll have bets for you and, uh, you know, it should be a good time. Awesome stuff, Connor. Thanks, uh, and congrats on your rise, man. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Jason. Really appreciate appreciate having me on. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.